The United Soccer Coaches is proud to present the United Soccer Coaches podcast, presented by Team Snap and hosted by veteran soccer broadcaster Dean Linky. That's right, the NSCAA is now the United Soccer Coaches. We aren't changing who we are, just what you call us. Start your free, no-risk trial membership today. Go to unitedsoccercoaches.org slash join today. We unite coaches at every level of the game around the passion of the game. Now, here's our host, Dean Linky. I am Dean Linky, delighted to be with you for another edition of our United Soccer Coaches Convention Special Podcast as we walk you right up to the 2018 United Soccer Coaches Convention in Philadelphia next week. That's right, next week we will be rocking and rolling. And speaking of rocking and rolling, we are doing just that on this edition of the United Soccer Coaches Podcast. The United Soccer Coaches, in connection and collaboration with True North Sports, is offering a special assistant coach special topics diploma, the art of an assistant at the 2018 United Soccer Coaches Convention. Incredible sessions almost every single day of the convention. And in collaboration with Celia Slater, the chief visionary of True North Sports, she's an athletics strategist, a creative coaching visionary, and impassioned leader All of these sessions are amazing. She'll have one on her own, and you'll hear about all of the other sessions around the assistant coach special topics diploma. Celia Slater will kick off the show. As you know, the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors, so important to the makeup of the United Soccer Coaches, three Outstanding candidates are running for that secretary position. Remember, it's a six-year cycle that ends as president and then past president. The three candidates running this year in alphabetical order are Peter Broadley, Ashley Fontes-Comber, and Dr. Ron Quinn. With a flip of a coin, we'll go reverse alphabetical order, and you will hear from all three candidates. Celia Slater, and then all three candidates running for the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors on this special United Soccer Coaches Convention Edition, brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Team Snap. Want 15 extra hours each week? Team Snap can help give it to you. Their customers save tons of time every week on communication, registration, scheduling, and more. Bring your club or league into the 21st century with Team Snap. Go to teamsnap.com slash NSCAA1. As we all know, the 2018 United Soccer Coaches Convention will be back in Philadelphia January 17 through 21. And once again, it is packed from top to bottom with incredible sessions, incredible exhibit hall, incredible networking, just a fantastic event, the biggest, quote, soccer show in the world. And every single issue is covered in How many times on this podcast have we heard coaches say, you know what, I could not do it without my assistant coach? Well, the United Soccer Coaches is taking that seriously. It's the art of an assistant. They now have an assistant coach special topics diploma, and there will be so many courses in Philadelphia, it's almost impossible to break them all down. And the United Soccer Coaches has reached out to a true pioneer on this topic and so many more, and that is Celia Slater. She is the chief visionary of True North Sports. She's an athletic strategist, creative coaching visionary, and impassioned leader. And True North Sports, by the way, they provide innovative educational programs for coaches that build the people and leadership 
skills necessary to experience success and significance in their role within the team experience. How about that as a background? And with that, our featured guest today is indeed Celia Slater to talk all about this assistant coach special topics diploma. Celia, thanks for being with us. It's my pleasure, Dean. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm delighted to be with you. And But you know as well as anybody, I mean, the head coach is only as good as their assistant coaches, right? I mean, the players help too, but it takes a, a village, right, to get it done. It absolutely does. And, you know, there's so much right now with the assistant coach because the job itself has not really – it's really not a true apprenticeship if you want to become a head coach. Um, so there's so many different skill sets that, well, head coaches need as well. So that's a whole other topic for a whole other day, Dean. But the assistant coaches, you know, just in their youth um, and in their role, there's so many different skill sets that they need um, to develop as a great uh, assistant and a great partner to their head coach um, and just in their confidence and competence level. All right, so here's the deal. If you take a look at the schedule and you're thinking about this assistant coach special topics diploma, I'll quickly name the topics and the dates. So on the 18th, at 11 o'clock, they've got a roadmap to becoming a competent, confident, and carried coach. And then at 1 o'clock on the 18th, a foundation for building team communication skills. Then on the 19th at 9.30, building your recruiting system. And then also on the 19th at 11.30, time and life management skills for coaches. Then also on the 19th at 1 o'clock, what drives winning and then on the 20th there's four sessions 9 30 11 1 and 2 30 the first one how to connect coach and build relationship with this generation of athletes the 11 o'clock finding your voice in conflict the one o'clock the career longevity panel and we'll have Celia break that down as well. And then at 2.30, the fundamentals of leadership. All right, so I saved you some time by talking about all these sessions, but you've got the floor. Tell us uh, why people should attend one, two, all of these sessions. Well, I think part of what happens when you're a young coach, regardless of the sport, is a lot of the coaches will dive into the X's and O's strategies of their sport where – the older coaches start to realize it's these people, management, leadership, self-awareness skills that really make or break your coaching career. Um, So what we're trying to do is kind of flip it on the younger coaches and say, hey, look, if you really want to be a great coach, you need these people, management, and self-awareness skills. And so all of these classes are really geared towards that. How do you get to know yourself better as a coach? Coaching is a people profession, so therefore you need people skills. Um, And then, you know, of course, you need management skills if you're going to be managing a program, and you need leadership skills, conflict skills, communication skills. So all of these classes are really geared towards giving them a well-rounded foundation core curriculum on a little toolkit that they can take into their career and become better at those people, management and leadership skills necessary. And regardless, if they want to be an assistant coach the rest of their career, hey, that's great. And there's nobody pushing them to become a head coach. But if you want to become a head coach, then these are the skill sets you will need. Um, Because I can tell you this, I've worked with a lot of coaches who have made that shift from that head coach chair, I'm sorry, from that assistant coach chair to that head coach chair, and nothing 
is more overpowering than the feeling of responsibility that they have for everything now. And so where do you start? What's your philosophy? What do you stand for? How do you communicate? How do you manage? Um, it starts to really overwhelm these young coaches if their dream is to become a head coach. Basically, all these classes are around those specific skill sets. All right. You mentioned people. Let's talk about some of the people you've gathered to lead up this session on the assistant coach special topics diploma. I'll say the name and give the background on what they're covering, and you tell us a little bit about them. Dr. Tiffany Jones will be doing the foundation for building team communication skills, and she'll also be doing the finding your voice in conflict. Dr. Tiffany Jones is no stranger to the soccer convention. I mean, she's been teaching there. Uh, She's a sports psychologist. Um, this past year, she's been working with some really high-level teams, um, but she's also uh, DISC certified, and she's also taught for me, you know, conflict class. And she's, she's with X Factor Performance, just a fantastic facilitator. Um, so that's Tiffany. All right. Shannon Wells will be doing the Building Your Recruiting System session. Shannon Wells is the associate head coach for the University of Florida volleyball team. And I, I recruited Shannon to come do this because she's been teaching this building your recruiting system for me and other programs that we run at True North Sports. And, I mean, if you're not familiar with volleyball, um, the University of Florida was in the national championship match this year. They had this incredible season, and Shannon's a huge part of that. She is known as one of the top recruiters in the country for volleyball. Um, So you definitely, if you need some help with recruiting, you do not want to miss that session. Okay, up next, Mandy Green. She will be heading the Time and Life Management Skills for Coaches session. Yeah, Mandy Green is a longtime soccer coach. Um, She's kind of has a little bit of a shift going on in her life right now, Um, moving to another soccer position. But she started her own company called Busy Coach. And because she wanted to have more of a quality work-life balance with her two kids um, and as a coach, so she developed all of these time and life management checklists and ideas and ways to get more organized so that you could have quality work over quantity and not feel so overwhelmed. Um, So Mandy is just, she's got some really great ideas for people who need to get better at managing their time and managing their life so they can have more work-life balance as a coach. The What Drives Winning session will feature Becky Burley and Brett Ledbetter. Yeah, Becky and Brett have been working on What Drives Winning now for, I think, four or five years. And basically, it's kind of a philosophical model where you use character. You, While you're coaching the teams, you build in how to expose the team to different character traits. So, It's like you're building the person before you're building the player, thinking that as you build that person, it's just going to enhance your competitive edge. It's just going to be a byproduct and build a positive culture at the same time. JT Toms will head the session called How to Connect, Coach, and Build Relationships with This Generation of Athletes. Yeah, JT Toms is from Growing Leaders, which is an organization based out of Atlanta, Georgia, and it is, it is a run by a, a guy named Dr. Tim Elmore, which I think a lot of people may be familiar with Dr. Elmore and his habitudes that we use with students, with athletes, with leadership, um, corporate people use it. And so basically, um, JT Toms and Growing Leaders are experts in how to connect and work with this generation. 
Um, this it's going to be a fantastic session. I I, I hear this uh, frustration a lot from coaches on this generation, and what are some ideas to connect with them better and coach them and build relationships. On the 20th at 1 o'clock, you'll have this career longevity panel. The moderator will be Deborah Raber. Becky will be on that. Smiling Bob Warming, who just retired, will also be on that panel. You know, Becky um, and Bob, I think, are going to offer some really wonderful perspective about how do you stay in this career for as long as they have. And, you know, Bob recently retired, but he was a very longtime coach with a great career. And Becky's been at the University of Florida now, I believe, 23 years, um, but she's been probably coaching, getting close to that 30-year mark um, overall. So I I think that right now, especially for women, we're seeing them getting out about the five, six, seven-year mark in their coaching career. Um, So I think Becky will add some perspective there. And then, you know, Bob just you know, I just would really love to know how these high-level coaches do it or have done it and what kind of ideas that looking back on their career could they offer these younger coaches on managing their lives as a coach so that they can stay in it for a long period of time and continue to really enjoy it to a point where it doesn't suck the life out of you. And this is also a big passion for Deb Raber. And so Deb really wanted to moderate this panel, and I think she's going to also have some really great insights for everybody. And then also on the 20th at 2.30, the Fundamentals of Leadership with Molly Grisham. Yeah, you know, Molly, is a, she was a longtime soccer coach, at, mainly at the Division II level, and she started her own company called A Person of Influence. And so she's been doing a lot of consulting with teams on this concept of leadership. Um, so I know that that will be some, a great class to get just some foundational pieces on what does it mean to be a leader? How do you grow into being a leader? Um, so I know Molly will have some great insights. And I love how most of these people who are teaching have all, are also coaches. So they really do get the perspective of a coach. Pioneering, forward-thinking, and solution-focused, Celia Slater is the owner and founder of True North Sports. She is a nationally recognized leader committed to providing professional development opportunities for coaches of all sports interested in pursuing both excellence in their profession and bridging the gap toward gender equality for both coaches and players. Celia brings nearly 30 years of unmatched experience in college athletics as both an organizational head and a collegiate basketball coach, most recently serving as co-founder and executive director of both the NCAA Women's Coaches Academy, the WCA, and the Alliance of Women Coaches, known as the Alliance. Celia's core beliefs rest in the power of emotional investment and reaching one's own, quote, true north to achieve the height of victory as a coach, not just in accolades, but by successfully understanding oneself, being authentic, and communicating with one's players to have a mutually beneficial relationship. Celia's creativity, passion for equality in athletics, and extensive experience as a, quote, coach of coaches make her a highly sought-after speaker and consultant. This is a great program you have going here, Celia, with great coaches. And you're all in now. You're also in the podcast world. So I wanted you to wrap up talking about how excited you are to not only run this program, The Art of an Assistant, but also uh, you're a little media star now. I don't know about that, Dean, but I, I'm so glad to meet you because I love to meet other podcasters um, so I can keep learning and growing in, in, that, in that aspect because 
I really do love it. We just launched a podcast called Coaches on the Rise, and we're interviewing coaches from all sports, and not just coaches, but any influencers. We might in, we might also interview some business leaders, military leaders that might have some insights for coaches across sport um, to become a better coach. Um, that that's what I really love. I love bringing coaches of all sports together because I really do believe the profession of coaching is greater and bigger than the sport we coach. The Art of an Assistant, the Assistant Coach Special Topics Diploma. You heard all the courses, all the big timers, all under the direction of Celia Slater. What a great way to kick off today's convention episode of the United Soccer Coaches podcast. Celia, pleasure to meet you. I look forward to shaking your hand in Philadelphia. I look forward to it. Dean, and thank you again for having me on. How about Celia Slater breaking down all of the sessions around the art of an assistant, United Soccer Coaches Assistant Coaches Special Topics Diploma? That'll be fantastic in Philadelphia. Also going on in Philadelphia, they will be voting for the newest member of the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. Starting out with the secretary position, it's a six-year cycle where you end up as president and then past president for the United Soccer Coaches. This year, three outstanding candidates, and we will hear from all three of them in reverse alphabetical order when we come back. The candidates are Peter Broadley... Ashley Fontes-Comber, and Dr. Ron Quinn. We'll start with Dr. Ron Quinn when we return. Looking for ways to improve your training sessions? Quick Goal has supplied the highest quality soccer goals, seating, field, and training equipment for over 30 years. From backyards to the world's greatest pitches, Quick Goal has products essential for every level of the game. As an official partner to the United Soccer Coaches and technical partner to U.S. Soccer, Quick Goal knows what equipment you need to take your game to the next level. Visit quickgoal.com to satisfy all your equipment needs. Now, once again, here's our host, Dean Linky. Welcome back to the United Soccer Coaches special convention episode of the United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap. As I told you before the break, three outstanding candidates are running for the United Soccer Coaches board of directors position. They start with the secretary, work all the way through serving as the president and past president in a six-year cycle. Our three candidates, Peter Broadley, Ashley Fontes Comber and Dr. Ron Quinn. With a flip of a coin, we went reverse alphabetical order. So up first is Dr. Ron Quinn. My name is Dr. Ron Quinn, and I am an associate professor in the Department of Sports Studies at Xavier University. I'm also the coordinator and director of the first fully online graduate program in coaching education and athlete development. Um, I've been a, a coach and a coach educator and teacher my entire career, um, and have been a member of the association since 1975. Um, most of my work has been in uh, coaching education, particularly in youth development, um, really starting way back with the um, when the NSCA, the academy began. Uh, I was able, to, fortunate enough to be the first non-residential director, as well as uh, uh, helped in the design of the uh, state diploma. Um, so I said, I've, I've had uh, almost 40, well, 40 plus years in teaching, coaching, and administration, and I'm looking forward to an opportunity to continue to serve the association. What does the association mean to you? Well, in some ways, I haven't had a career or, or life, it feels, that without the association. So as I mentioned, I've been a member since 
1975, uh, really as a result of uh, my college coach, Dr. John McKeon, who at that time was the uh, executive director of the NSCAA. So um, it, it's really been, in some way, how I've almost defined myself and and the the friendships and educational opportunities that have been provided um, to me and that I've experienced through the uh, through the years um, are, are more than really what I could have ever expected. Um, so it's been a I feel really, really fortunate uh, that I was able to uh, join the association at such a young age and then continue on and meet, meet so many wonderful people throughout the years. What made you decide to run for a board of director position? Well, I, I really believe at this point in my career, I have a desire uh, to really to, you know, how do I make more use of my background as a, as a teacher and coaching experience? And how do I really give back to an organization that, in some way, I mean, really has has molded my uh, molded my career. You know, I feel as I mentioned, Dr. John McKeon, I have a strong responsibility to to really carry on so his legacy, as well as uh, Dr. Tom Fleck, also a former past president and in some way viewed as the father of youth soccer education in the country. So, um, I, I just feel I have this um, responsibility to kind of continue on the, along the path that, that, that not only these two, but so many others have, have forged, and how do I you know, carry that on to the next generation? What is the biggest strength you would bring to the board? Well, I think that I, I, I'm fairly well, well-rounded um, in that you know, I've been a lifelong uh, educator and coach. Um, I have degrees in physical education, and uh, my doctorate's in sport administration, um, I've been an athletic director. I've been a sports information director. I've developed curriculum. Uh, as I mentioned, the, really the first uh, national youth diploma uh, curriculum. And I've also been on a, a, a national board of the National um, Council for the Accreditation of, of uh, Coaching Education Programs, which is now under the auspices of the United States Center for Coaching Excellence. So, so I think I have you know, not only an educational background, but an administrative background, and then an overall broad view of of how the association has grown throughout the years. How do you envision helping coaches if elected? Well, I think that um, in some way that's been part of who I am. Um, I mean, I feel I've been hoping, helping you know coaches really from the very beginning. I was very fortunate back in eastern Pennsylvania with uh, EPYSA. I remember first uh, when Tom Fleck actually was the uh, state director at that time, and um, really very early on, on in my career doing, um, you know, the F licenses and things of that nature. So, so that was, um, you know, something that, I, that I've been sort of always doing. And I feel that because of that background, I would continue to be a strong advocate for coach development and I think assessment. And, and I think assessment in some ways is an area that uh, coaches need, need some help because oftentimes, um, you know, they're, they're really never evaluated properly and, and sometimes just at the whim of an athletic director today who have maybe, or an administrator who have maybe never really coached. So I think coaches need a, a voice as to be able to determine to others, um, you know, the value that they, are, um, they, that they are providing. If you could do one specific thing immediately for the association, what would it be? Yeah, that's a, I was, I've been looking at that, that question, and it's, it's really, uh, you know, in some ways it's a great question, but it's, it's also a difficult question as well. Um, but I think as, as I looked at the new uh, vision and mission statements where they talk about 
Uh, you know, the vision is, the, is the, uh, the trusted and unifying voice and advocate and partner for coaches at all levels. And, you know, a mission to provide programs and services that enhance and encourage and contribute to the development and recognition of soccer coaches and players and so forth. I, I think one area that, that could be helpful is that as, as an organization, you know, what, what, what things do we actually stand for? Meaning, um, you know, perhaps we should begin looking at a series of position statements such as that what the AMA has or the American Academy of Pediatrics or even uh, Shape America with regard to physical education and health teachers. So, so in one way, you know, we have the advocacy, uh, you know, committee that's doing, you know, really good work, and there, that is a, a certain position and, and a stance. Um, but could we also perhaps help coaches by giving them um, an, an informed position because there's so much misinformation out there, whether it's on early specialization, whether it's on long-term athlete development, you know, the big heading debate, um, you know, sport parent education, coaching methodology, the whole, let's say, games approach or uh, traditional coaching. So I think that there are some opportunities here to really uh, move to the forefront in coaching education and development. So that would be the one thing. And through that, possibly maybe um, uh, we, we could get, you know, grant money to do various things and things of that nature. So I think um, and, and perhaps even doing our own research. So I think that's another area that we have such a large membership and are we really utilizing the strengths of that membership to really move coaching forward through research? What part of membership in United Soccer Coaches do you relate to the most? Well, that I think, again, looking at my career, I feel, I feel really fortunate in that area because I think that, that I could relate to almost any group of stakeholders. Uh, I mean, I've been a high school coach for 20 years. I've coached... Um, boys for 12 and, and girls for eight years. Uh, I've been a college coach for 17 years, uh, 12 with women and, and uh, five with men. Um, and then also at Xavier, I'm also, I, I'm on the, uh, the college uh, gender studies and diversity committee. Um, and I've spent my entire career kind of studying youth development and coaching education. So, so I think that in some way um, I've been in, I've had my foot and kind of hand you know, in, in various, almost all areas that involve uh, our membership. Finally, in the final 30 seconds, tell everybody listening why they should vote for Ron Quinn. Well, um, I'm, I'm a really good guy, you know, uh, but, but, I, but I really see I've, I've spent a life of service in teaching. And so, um, you know, as part of that, you know, I, I would view this as not only a great honor, but a great responsibility. And and I feel that I have the, uh, at this point in my career, have the time, experience, and, and energy um, really to help move the association forward and continue really all the, the great work that, that so, many, so many have done and gone be, before me, and how do we continue to move it forward. So uh, overall, I, I believe that, that uh, this in some way um, is not so much a, an ending to my career, but I, I think it, it allows me to kind of put the uh, a, a kind of a, a capstone on, on, the, on the whole thing and, and really thank all of those individuals that have, have been really part of my, my, my life and, and how I can be part of others' life and their growth and development. My name is Ron Quinn, and I would appreciate your vote for the Board of Directors of the United Soccer Coaches Association. Thank you.
Dr. Ron Quinn is running for the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. So is Peter Broadley and Ashley Fontes Comber. Ashley Fontes Comber is up after this message. By being a member of the United Soccer Coaches, you are a part of the world's largest network of soccer coaches. Here, you can find coaches who are passionate about bettering themselves and their players. Go to unitedsoccercoaches.org to find out more. Now, once again, here's our host, Dean Linky. Welcome back to the United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap. I am Dean Linky. Glad to be with you. As you have heard, three outstanding candidates are running for a seat on the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. They are Peter Broadley, Ashley Fontes Comber, and Dr. Ron Quinn. We've already heard from Dr. Ron Quinn. Now we hear from Ashley Fontes Comber. I'm Ashley Fontes Comber. Um, I am currently a doctoral student at Florida State University and um, probably most notably known as the former chief operating officer for the Washington Spirit of the National Women's Soccer League. I'm excited to, to be a candidate for the a board position with United Soccer Coaches. Um, I started off my non-playing career actually with uh, what was formerly the NSCAA, getting involved with the diplomas, um, learning more about the game, uh, learning about the, the networking opportunities and camaraderie of, of United Soccer Coaches. And uh, I'm really looking forward to to being more involved in, in helping the membership and uh, the association achieve its goals and, and strive for greatness. What does the association mean to you? Good question. <laughs> and I might have to take you back a little way to, to answer that. Uh, when I first graduated from, from Florida State University, there wasn't a professional women's soccer league out there. Um, couldn't play for one, couldn't, couldn't work for one. But I knew I wanted to stay involved in the game. Um, and I had just moved up to Northern Virginia, and I had reached out to a prominent soccer figure in the area and asked to, if I could work his, uh, his summer soccer camps just to get my foot in the door. So he proceeded to give me a, a pop quiz on, on writing a session on possession. Um, long story short, the meeting ended with him telling me about coaching education through what was then the NSCAA. Um, and that put me on my pathway uh, to, to coaching education. I completed five diplomas, um, one actually while I was six months pregnant, so that was an adventure. Um, got a lot of strange looks from, from people, but everyone was pretty supportive. And another while I had just had a baby. Um, so the fact that they were willing to work with me during that period of time made an immense impression on me. And, you know, each course I, I took was invaluable and to this day includes some of the best soccer people that I know. The educational environment created was phenomenal in my eyes um, because the investment that the instructors put into each individual coach and the climate they created to bring together all coaches to collaborate um, was second to none. And, you know, as, as the years have passed, uh, you know, now the United Soccer Coaches, they they continue to create more opportunities to, to be involved, like the advocacy groups. And I'm always looking for ways to give back to the association because of the quality of experiences that they gave me. And uh, they continue to serve and afford the community with such great opportunities. So based on my experiences, for me, the, the United Soccer Coaches means personal growth, camaraderie, 
opportunity, unity, and, and a commitment to the game. What made you decide to run for a board of director position? Well, first, uh, please allow me to thank the United Soccer Coaches for accepting my nomination to run. Uh, I am very grateful uh, to have garnered their confidence and, and support to be a candidate. Um, so why run now? Well, I think we've, we've all witnessed the change and evolution of the game in the last several years. Um, for example, there's, um, you know, the establishment of the NWSL. You have the rapid expansion of the USL. You have the, the Girls Development Academy. And then locally, you have, you know, youth leagues popping up here and there um, at, at larger rates. And, and the list goes on. So I think there's an exponential amount of movement with soccer. And with that comes an increased amount of pressure on the coaches and a demand for more, more coaches and quality of coaches. Um, and I think there's some danger in that growth and evolution if it goes unchecked, meaning we'll need to continue to strengthen relationships with stakeholders. We need to stay ahead of, of situations evolving with the demands of the changing landscape. And most importantly, we'll need to hear the voices of the membership to provide and support them with the tools necessary to be successful and maintain the integrity of the game. Um, and I really believe in, in United Soccer Coaches' mission, um, you know, to cohesively work as a team to inspire, enhance, and, and to collaborate to the development and recognition of coaches and players. Um, I, I believe, you know, my persistence, passion, and moral code to want to help make the game better for all and, and maintain the integrity of the game is why I'm running. And I, I voiced that sentiment in the board uh, or in my application to the board and, and perhaps that, that message resonated with them. And that's why I was selected. What is the biggest strength you would bring to the board? The biggest strength, I think, you know, through my experiences at the youth, high school, collegiate and professional levels, um, it's in my ability to embody the organization and deliver. Uh, in other words, by assessing the situation, strategically planning, and then ethically executing to deliver results that are all driven by the voice of the membership and consistent with the mission and values of the association. Um, you know, to be able to understand the strengths, weaknesses, and, and visions of the organization along with its goals and then translate that information into strategic, executable plans of action uh, that exceed the expected results is my biggest strength. You know, to, to add to that, the biggest asset to that strength is that I have been a player, a coach, an educator, and an executive, and understand the viewpoint from each perspective. Um, and then just a, a brief side note to complement all that is uh, my depth of experience in the women's game at all levels, whether it's on the field or, or in, the, uh, in the front office is an added benefit. How do you envision helping coaches if elected? I would help be the action behind their voices. So with the, the landscape constantly changing, as, as you mentioned, um, if there's ever a time that we really need to hunker down and, and listen to the voice of the coaches and what they're dealing with across the organization and thoroughly evaluate the current situation, it, it is now. Um, and it starts with the coaches. You know, it's the, the coaches that we help put out there. 
It's the coaches that we help educate, mentor, inspire, and grow. And as coaches, there's a tremendous responsibility at all levels, not just to be competitive and strive to win, but to be a leader and role model. There, there's a moral responsibility there. You know, we have to remember this, that there's a, an astronomical impact and influence that we have as coaches on our players, fans, and communities. Uh, for me, I'd like to ensure that our coaches are being heard that the support and resources are available to the coaches to uphold that integrity of the game and to prosper as a, as a soccer community. If you could do one specific thing immediately for the association, what would it be? When in a role that, that puts you in a position to serve, uh, I think it's important to listen to those that you serve. So I do think it's premature for me to, to come out and say, I, hey, I'm going to do this one thing immediately without hearing the current discussion points within the board as, as well as the, the current desires and demands of the membership. Um, to bring what I see fit in this given moment when I'm only one individual with my own unique experiences, it, it's not fair to, for me to assume that what I want is, is what the membership wants or needs right now. But I do know this, that the actions that I will take will be inclusive for all, uh, that they will be collaborative, and that they will be for the betterment of the United Soccer Coaches to strengthen, grow, and to thrive. What part of membership in United Soccer Coaches do you relate to the most? Good question. It's hard. There's, there's, so, much, there's so much that's so good. So um, I myself am diverse, and I relate more to the collective membership my own personal diversity as well as my diverse experiences allow me to be relatable as a whole instead of aligning with one single part. Um, and I believe that in order to generate optimal performance and results in, organi- in an organization, having a knack for each component that forms the whole is essential. Um, whether it's education, awards, networking, or, or advocacy, I think each is significant in its own right and vital to the success of serving the membership. You know, the, the critical part for the success of each is ensuring that we have the right leadership in place along with strong communication and collaboration. Um, in my career and my successes as a player, a coach, and an educator, uh, a prof- and at the professional level as an executive, it lends me the, that unique ability to relate to each part of the membership and in its entirety. Yeah, and I think most importantly, I'm forever a student of the game and, and a lifelong learner, willing and, and ready to serve the United Soccer Coaches membership as a, as a board member. Summing it up in the final 30 seconds, why should those people listening right now vote for you? I think you should vote for me because it's a, it's a great opportunity to instill confidence and support into each dynamic of the organization. Um, Like I said, I'm a a student of the game, a a lifelong learner. Um, I collaborate, I communicate. I want to hear what you need and and serve based on on the mission of the United Soccer Coaches. My name is Ashley Fontes-Comber. 
And I would appreciate your vote for United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. Ashley Fontes-Comber is running for the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. So is Dr. Ron Quinn, and so is Peter Broadley. You've heard from Dr. Ron Quinn. You've heard from Ashley Fontes-Comber. Peter Broadley is up next. Does managing your club or league feel like a second job? If so, you might need some help. With Team Snap, you can get it. Their customers save up to 15 hours each week on tasks such as communication, registration, scheduling, and more. Plus, everything you need is online, which means no more trips to the bank, no more lost checks, and no more colossal spreadsheets. Bring your club or league into the 21st century with TeamSnap. Go to TeamSnap.com slash NSCAA1. Welcome back to the United Soccer Coaches Podcast presented by Team Snap. As you have heard, three outstanding candidates are running for the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. You have heard from Dr. Ron Quinn. You have heard from Ashley Fontes-Comber. Up next is Peter Broadley. My name is Peter Broadley. I've been a member of the association since 1986. Uh, I was an assistant coach then at UNC Greensboro. And um, during the years, I've, I've moved up through the college ranks to a head coaching position. I was in a head coaching position uh, from 1990 onwards at three different institutions. And uh, during that time, I've been a member and been to most of the conventions, bar I think missed two, I think because of weather, that was all. But uh, been been very involved with the association in a number of different ways, and mostly in later years as a member of the academy uh, teaching courses. Um, and currently find myself here back in North Carolina and uh, working with clubs and working with kids and uh, still very fortunate to be involved in the game. What does the United Soccer Coaches mean to you? It means an awful lot. As Formerly as the NSCAA and now as the United Soccer Coaches, uh, it gave me an opportunity to meet uh, with and interact with some of the best coaches in the world, in, in this country and also outside of this country, uh, through the conventions, through courses, through... Uh, various seminars, etc., that we were invited to. Um, I had the, the distinct pleasure of teaching a, an American course to English coaches in England through the NSCAA, and that was a, a, a real distinct honor to be able to go back to England and do that. Uh, never in my wildest dreams did I think I would teach a, an American course to to Brits, uh, but it, but the NSCAA made that possible. And so I owe an awful lot to the NSCAA, I think, over the course of my career and uh, I'm at the point, I think, where I'd, I'd love to be able to give back and would like to get more involved. What made you decide to run for a board of director position? Just that, I think, really. Trying to get back involved with uh, the the United Soccer Coaches Association um, and, and, and give back to an association that's meant an awful lot to me. Uh, I have the time now. Uh, my role is not as intense as it used to be as an executive director previously, so I have some time working from home. Uh, I have an opportunity, I think, to uh, use my experience and and give my experience uh, to the board in such a way that uh, I think I can be very helpful in the future. I think it's it's just a tremendous opportunity. There's so many changes taking place in the country now in soccer, and I'd love to be a part of that and see what I can do to help along the way to keep things on track, particularly with the United Soccer Coaches. Uh, A lot of changes in coaching education. I'd love to be able to help to keep that on track and help make a difference. What is the biggest strength you would bring to the board? I think my experience of of coaching at all levels. um, During my college career, 22 years in coaching college as an assistant and head coach, I've always worked with youth programs uh, in the surrounding area wherever I was living. 
and got them very involved in the university uh, setting through camps or through uh, programs and had my players actually out there coaching uh, in the local community as well. So uh, I think just the experience uh, there of uh, the college game, the youth game, uh, I worked at a high school level. I was an owner of a W League team at one time in the Carolinas, uh, one of the first actually uh, in the Carolinas. So uh, I think just an overall experience of the game uh, and coaching education. How do you envision helping coaches if elected? The biggest way would be to be a voice and try to advocate for particularly the youth coaches in this country. Uh, it's the largest group. It's uh, you know There are more youth kids playing. There are more youth coaches out there than at any level. And sometimes I think they get lost in the shuffle a little bit and need to be heard a bit more and need to, need to know that there's a way for them to move forward and, uh, and to be involved in the game uh, as a whole. Uh, I think sometimes they feel cut off and a little bit, you know, out in the cold, so to speak, from what's actually happening in soccer. And I, I'd love to see uh, more of the youth coaches involved in in uh, making some decisions and helping in the club programs and, and finding ways that they can be more involved in soccer in this country. If you could do one specific thing immediately for the association, what would that one thing be? Yeah, I've thought about this a little bit, and I think just immediately the, the I'd like to find a way to create a clear path for coaches as they navigate through the coaching education realms, uh, from grassroots all the way to pros, really. Where coaches within the clubs, uh, you know, finding a way for them to fit in and finding a way so that they can feel like they fit into the bigger picture. I think right now it's uh, confusing for them. Uh, both the United Soccer Coaches and U.S. Soccer I've done a, an awful lot recently to make a lot of changes and involve coaches at the grassroots level, but I think it's a little bit confusing. I think uh, you know coaches need to be aware they can do one thing or another or uh, try to find a clear path for them. And I'd love to be able to clear that up if possible. What part of membership in United Soccer Coaches do you relate to the most? That's a difficult one because I've been involved at a number of different levels, college you know, for a long time. Uh, but also at the youth level. And I think certainly I would say the youth level right now because that's been my last uh, 10 years or so I've been involved in the youth game in clubs. And, and again, I think that's, that's where we need to, to have more involvement. It's the biggest numbers. It's the, the largest group. And I'd love to see uh, more involvement at the youth level if possible. Your final 30-second message to those who are considering you for this position. I would just say that I think uh, if I were elected to the Board of Directors, I would be an extremely hardworking member. Uh, I would want to get involved in as many things as possible, physically possible. Uh, I don't uh, profess to be uh, excellent at everything, uh, but I think I learn quickly. Uh, I've been involved in a number of boards before, uh, on club level and various levels in uh, associations, and I think I can offer some experience, some expertise in some areas, so, uh, a modicum of business acumen that I think will fit nicely. Uh, and I, I, above all, I think I I'm, have a desire to want to make a difference uh, through soccer, and that's something that's driving me and, and will continue to drive me as much as possible as long as I can go. My name is Peter Broadley, and I would really like your vote for the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. Thank you. Thank you to Peter Broadley. Ashley Fontes Comber and Dr. Ron Quinn, all three outstanding candidates running for a position on the United Soccer Coaches Board of Directors. To learn more about all three candidates, visit unitedsoccercoaches.org and click on Elections. 
For everybody at the United Soccer Coaches, I'm Dean Linky. We'll see you next week for a special Wednesday edition of the United Soccer Coaches Convention special podcast. And I will see each and every one of you in Philadelphia. Please say hello. The NSCAA is now United Soccer Coaches. We help you develop into better coaches so you can develop better players. We aren't changing who we are, just what you call us. Go to unitedsoccercoaches.org slash join today.